UAE's number one Christian contemporary station, Kingfisher FM. You have to go nowhere if you want to learn a little bit about employee benefits. I think all of us are employed somewhere if we're not uh, working for ourselves. And it's maybe one area that we might neglect. Good day. You are tuned to Your Financial Journey, where planning matters. Brought to you by Risk Free Solutions, an accredited Old Mutual Agency franchise, with Vernon DeFoss and Ethan Black. The show that helps you make quality decisions and thrive. Unpack your future and make it better every Thursday at 4 30 p.m. right here on 107.5 FM. Push the right button. And it's a great journey to be <laughs> along with Vernon DeFoss in studio again every single Thursday from Risk Free Solutions. Vernon, how's it, brother? Doing well yourself, Ethan? Lucky man, lucky. I can't believe we, we're there again. Uh, uh, I think we started three weeks ago talking about wills. And, uh, now, this is actually the fourth week now. Fourth week. This is the fourth week, yeah. We started with wills, then we did uh, severe illness, and then Ronnie spoke about income protection last week. And today, we've got in studio Janine Lawrence and... Um, Today we're going to talk a bit about employee benefits, uh, Ethan. Yeah. So I think what's important to understand is in, in South Africa you have two types of schemes. You have a defined contribution and you have a defined benefit scheme. And uh, we're actually going to zoom in a bit on, on the government side and the government is a defined benefit scheme. But I don't want to talk too much. I've got Janine in studio. Janine's been with us or within the insurance business for the last 15 years. And she's been with risk-free for the last 10 years and um, she focuses a lot on the government space, especially she works up at the army base here in PE and she helps a lot of the employees in government understand what they have with government as far as their benefits go. So welcome Janine and I know you're going to start out with a bit of a story but welcome. Thank you Vernon, thank you Ethan for having me today. Well Vernon, as you know I work predominantly in the government sector and I actually, my passion for the government sector came after I was invited to a financial wellness campaign at the Air Force Base. Um, we, we basically had a few guest speakers that had their chats about different benefits that you get within in the financial industry. And while I was there, I just came to the realization that very few of the people really understood what benefits they had within the government sector. And it, it, it's been my passion to try and teach them better, make them more aware of their financial needs and assist them where I can in services they would need. Yeah, that's brilliant. That's brilliant, Janine. And I know, I know that's your passion. And I know when you attended that session, it was a bit of a aha moment because you actually realized that a lot of people don't understand what they have, and how important it is for them to understand the benefits that they have. And if you think about the financial journey, and I mean, this show is all about the financial journey. Uh, if you are out there, you need to know what benefits you have so that you can plan accordingly. You know, when people say to us, hey, uh, Vernon, I need to look at my portfolio and I need to look at what I have and how much life cover must I buy, et cetera, et cetera. I say to them, you know, well, the first thing we need to do is we need to understand, do you have any benefits with your employer? Mm. And as I mentioned earlier, Ethan, um, you know, there's two types of schemes. There's your defined contribution scheme and there's your defined benefit scheme. And maybe let's just 
stop there. Let's just understand what is a defined contribution scheme. So a defined contribution really is the employer contributes, mm. you as the employee contributes, and whatever is contributed goes into a fund, and the growth of that fund de is determined by where that money is invested, if that makes sense. So if the investment does well, your pension, your money grows, and obviously linked to that, uh, could be um, some type of insurance that if you should pass away uh, uh, they would pay three times your annual salary or five times or seven times your annual salary depending what what scheme is put into place with your employer defined contribution so the uh, pension money is invested it's invested in certain um, portfolios and if that portfolio does well obviously your money grows and like I said then insurances are linked to that a defined benefit is very different. Different. A defined benefit is worked out uh, with the formula. So what happens when you join your employee, your employer? There's a formula that works out what your pension payout would be, what benefits would be. It's all based on a formula calculation. In South Africa, sheesh, I would say majority of companies are on the defined contribution side. Very few on the defined benefit. Now, very interesting, and what Janine was just talking about, the government is one of those companies in brackets that's still on the defined benefit scheme. And I know Janine's got a story that she wants to share with what, what uh, she experienced with one of her uh, clients regarding the defined benefit scheme with, with government. Thank you, Vern. Yeah, Vern, in, in about 2015, I was approached by a member of the police force that asked me to assist him with his financial portfolio. So we sat down and discussed um, his needs, what, what his objectives were to what he needed. And the first thing that I did was do a GEPF calculation for him. At that stage, he didn't even realize that he had risk benefits linked to his pension. So fortunately, um, we, we have the privilege of having this calculator that works out all these fancy formulas for us. And I could sit down with a, a seven-page report with him, oh. telling him exactly what death benefits he had, what disability benefits he had as lump sums. Because he'd been in service more than 10 years, he also qualified for income benefits. And we could, with that and, and a full financial analysis we could determine exactly what he needed yeah and and, and, and i think you hit a, a very important uh, point there if i may if i may ethan please um a, a lot of people always say am i spending too much money on insurance am i overinsured? and you know if you look at your employee benefits and you look at what benefits you have with your company and you do you use the tool you were talking about now i know that tool for us is a valuable tool because it's fairly accurate as far as the government goes to to look at exactly what they have and what they need so when you do the whole financial planning process you can actually say listen actually you have this amount of cover you don't need to spend any more because you have already this in place, which is which is very important. Mm -hmm. uh, because I mean, let's face it, Ethan. In today's world, you know, you don't want to be silly by spending all your money on insurance where we know that things are really tough. Uh, 
Yeah. And you need to look at what you do have so you can make the right choices and the right decisions, especially as far as your finances go. If you just joined us, we're talking a little bit about employee benefits. If you work at a company, you should be receiving some sort of benefit cover. It should be something around your retirement that they're contributing towards. You should be getting a little bit of life covers and things like that as well. If you work for the government, you're under the Government Employee Pension Fund. So that gives you kind of an understanding of what we're talking about this afternoon. We're going to take a quick break. I'll come back in a moment. You are listening to Your Financial Journey, where planning matters. Brought to you by Risk-Free Solutions, an accredited Old Mutual Agency franchise. The show that helps you make quality decisions and thrive. Failure to plan is planning to fail. And I, <laughs> if there's one thing I remember from school. <laughs> but that's true. That's what we're talking about this afternoon in every single risk-free solution session around about hoppers four on a Thursday. We talk exactly that. How do you plan so that in the event that something happens, you've got adequate cover and you've taken care of your family's needs? Yes, 100%, Ethan. And um, Janine touched on something very interesting before we went on the break. She spoke about... Um, 10 years service within government, what benefits sit there, and less than 10 years service, what benefits sits within government. So maybe, Janine, maybe you want to talk a bit about uh, an employee in government with less than 10 years service, and and on the other <laughs> side, an uh, employee with more than 10 years service. Yeah, and, and let me just also just quickly uh, define this. Um, if I, who qualifies for the, the, the GEPF? Who is a government employee? How does it work? Okay. Ethan, well, basically what happens is if you are in the government sector, you qualify for GEPF. Okay. That yeah. is basically your pension fund. They do have circumstances where you are a contract worker, where you would not qualify for GEPF. But if you are paying pension on your salary, you are a GPF member. Okay, and that could be like a teacher, teacher, nurse, doctor, police, police fireman, fireman, um, the whole of the defence force, obviously. And 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 it's a pretty it's a pretty good fund. I mean, they take that care of is, their people yes. and that type of a thing. And it's been around for a very long time. And and, 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 yeah, and in fact, here's an interesting stat. In fact, it is the biggest fund in Africa, the GEPF. Uh, assets under management, it's the biggest fund in Africa. It's, it's huge. It's okay. okay. Yeah. So it's not going anywhere. No. But uh, if you've been working there more than 10 years or less than 10 years, different rules apply. Yes. Okay. What is that? Okay, Ethan, what would happen is what I would do firstly when I see one of the members is I would get a payslip from them and we would do the calculation on the GPF calculator. Basically, what the calculator will ask you is what your notch is, which is your average salary over the last 24 months. Okay. And then what the formula also expects to know from you is how many years of service they've had. Okay. So the so, formula... So when you started, when did yeah. you start yes. within government? Right. Yeah. So it would go on your contract start date and then what your notch is. Okay. From there, it will then just calculate for you what benefits you qualify for. Now, any member that has got less than 10 years service would only qualify for the lump sum benefits or what we call the gratuity. So, for instance, 
um, they would qualify for death and disability lump sums to be paid out. Okay. Whereas somebody that has more than 10 years service would qualify for that gratuity payment, the lump sum disability and death, but they would also qualify for an income benefit. So, for instance, if the member should pass away, the spouse would then be entitled to 50% of his pensionable income. Okay. And should the member become disabled while in service, he would then qualify for an income benefit over and above the de- the lump sum that he would have already been paid. What if, what if I've been working nine years and nine months for, for government and I'm coming up to retirement or something like that? What basically happens is that with the formula, it will actually work out for you exactly what you would qualify for. But your goal mark is that 10 years. Okay, so can I can I sort of get there? How do I get there? Do I just have to work 10 years, finish the clock? You clock? have to work 10 years. Okay, all right. Yeah. What, what's nice and what a lot of government employees ask us is, you know, if I should leave government, how much would I get? What would the yeah. formula say? So what's nice with the calculator, and guys, I want to say that we don't advocate that at all, but it's still good to know. So... When a employee, a government employee gets hold of us and we do the tool, as Janine said, you know, there's some things that we need to know. And once we put it in the tool, it actually works out what their resignation value would be as of today. So you could actually have a good idea of what value sits within that pension fund. So the tool is very useful and we've actually found the tool to be very accurate. I would say it's probably about what 98 to 99% accurate. Obviously there's might be a few hundreds either way short and I'm, when I say 100 I'm, talking, I'm not talking 100,000 I'm just talking hundreds uh, either way but it's it's fairly accurate. But uh, yeah. yeah, but but again it's all about the planning process. It's okay. all about knowing and it's all about then making the best decision thereafter. Okay, does it... um, What I wanted to also know is, do do people actually uh, that work for the government, do they have education around this? Do they know about this? Or do you sort of tell them stuff and they go, I'm aware, I had no idea. I actually find that very few of them are are aware of what they really have. Um, Because it's a pension fund, they think it's just their pension. They don't realise that there are risk benefits attached to it. So the best thing to do is for them actually to get in touch with you, to give you a call or whatever and say, hey, Janine, I work for the government. Uh, I think I've been working like nine years or whatever because I've seen it on my pay slip. Um, Please give me some guidance. And then you take the conversation from there. Basically from there, we would do their GPF calculation for them and where I can then explain to them exactly what they would have right now if something should happen to them. All right. So if you want to get in touch with Janine, get hold of risk-free solutions, how do we do that? Yeah, we've got a website, www.riskfreesolutions.co.za. We're also on Facebook and we're on LinkedIn. Um, Yeah, and pop us an email, uh, let us know, and we'll get hold of you. Cool. So you can have some stuff with the GEPF uh, through through your work, and then where there's kind of things that or a shortfall, you can still take out stuff in your personal capacity? You're allowed to do that? Yes, you may. Ethan, what I've found that, um, especially with the younger younger members, where they haven't had their 10 years, there's a major shortfall on disability. So normally what I try and do is encourage them to take disability. With them being younger, they've got more years to look after themselves should something happen to them. 
Then another unfortunate thing on GPF is that the members do not have any trauma cover or severe illness cover. Okay. So even though they've got medical aid or have the benefit of having the clinics, they do not qualify for a payout to assist them should should a, a severe illness um, be diagnosed. Like yes. cancer, heart yeah. attack, that okay. type of thing. Yeah. Um, they would then basically just have their medical cover and nothing else. All right. Best to know and uh, put something in place in the eventuality that something might happen to you. We're talking a little bit about employee benefits. Chatting with Janine uh, Lawrence this afternoon from Risk Free Solutions. We'll be back in a moment. You are listening to Your Financial Journey, where planning matters. Brought to you by Risk Free Solutions, an accredited Old Mutual Agency franchise. The show that helps you make quality decisions and thrive. Last few moments, uh, talking to Risk Free Solutions this afternoon, talking about employee benefits, how important it is to know that you have them. And if you work for the government, you've, you're entitled to a couple of things. But I just wanted to ask you, uh, obviously, if people get in touch with you, you'll explain everything to them and everything's worked out on formulas and whatever have you, but you guide them through that process, Janine. But say now, I, I get married, I join the GEPF, I'm working as a teacher or whatever, and then the worst happens, I get divorced. Does this impact me uh, and my pension at the GEPF? Ethan, it actually impacts you very badly. Um, reason why I say that, that when you get divorced, they will do a calculation as at the day you get divorced of what your pension accrued to you is. Okay. And your ex-spouse will be able to claim 50% of your pen of your pensionable money. Okay, that doesn't sound too bad, but uh, I know there's something attached to that as well. Not yes. only do they get half, but well, something else happens. Yes, unfortunately, there's it, it's a very bad scenario for the actual member in the pension fund because the GPF would see the money paid out. Say, for instance, you have a million and 500,000 gets paid out to the ex-spouse. Mm -hmm. They will actually see that 500,000 as a loan that you've taken on your pension, which will then accrue interest as well. So you have to then pay it back? You then basically, you've got different options. Okay. You can either pay it back as a loan, or most people don't even know that that is the scenario so they just leave it and think okay well the rest of my money is growing not knowing that that loan amount and the interest accrued is eating into the money that is left for their pension so when they come to pensionable age and they want to go on pension they get the shock of their lives when they see what's left of their pension yeah and i think i think that's the big thing people don't realize they don't know so half the money leaves the pension fund, goes to the ex-spouse, and they just c continue contributing as per normal, not knowing that that was actually a loan. So what we normally say to a lot of our clients in that scenario, and if they can, obviously, is, um, you know, rather find out what the value is, find out what the half amount is that needs to be paid out, and rather take out a loan or take out a second bond and rather pay that portion to your spouse so that you you rather just pay back the loan and it doesn't affect uh, your pension at all because like i said this is a defined benefit scheme there's a formula involved 
And w- when that happens, that formula with the interest charge actually eats away at the value of, of the, 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 the fund. Therefore, it is very important, as Janine so rightly says, you've got to be aware of it and you've got to make plans to either contribute more or do something so that your, your fund doesn't, doesn't disappear. Hence, our, uh, our invitation to you to give Risk-Free Solutions a call. Uh, if you're in that predicament or before anything happens or you want to make some sort of life decisions, find out what you have, find out how certain decisions that you make will impact uh, you going forward as well as your family with regards to your employee benefits and also specifically today with regards to uh, working in government. It's been a big pleasure having Janine Lawrence, an expert and specialist from Risk-Free Solutions uh, in studio with us as well as Vernon every single Thursday. Vernon, thank you very much. Great being here. Thanks, Ethan. Ethan, thank you very much for inviting me. It's been a pleasure. You have been listening to Your Financial Journey, where planning matters. Brought to you by Risk-Free Solutions, an accredited Old Mutual Agency franchise. Tuning weekly to the show that leads the way so that no one gets left behind. Every Thursday at 4.30pm, right here on 107.5 FM.